This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Friday the 17th of April. Brett DoorDash, aka Uber Rival number three, yes. has slashed its delivery commission in half Ooh, well, most okay. of its restaurants. Nice. Which means it's the first delivery service to take this step during the coronavirus. Lots of pressure on Uber Eats. Huge delivery. pressure. Justin, it's Friday. Three great stories. Very Feeling excited. good. Let's get into them for our first. Virgin Australia's biggest shareholders have been asked to invest more money into the struggling company mm-hmm. and have responded with a big fat no thanks this is juicy virgin chatted with five of its biggest shareholders mm-hmm. who together own more than 90 percent of the company's shares long story short four opted out pretty quickly i'm talking virgin australia shareholders like etihad airways singapore airlines and two big chinese companies nanchan group mm-hmm. and hna group all in all this motley crew of shareholders <laughs> own around 80 percent of virgin australia and the fifth big shareholder the company's namesake richard branson's virgin mm-hmm. group has not said it's out but it also hasn't said Ooh. it's in so with all of this bad news for Virgin Australia, it now has to look at other options to stay alive. And as the Flux family knows, all of this comes as Virgin Australia got knocked back Mm. a big KB by the government when asking for a $1.4 billion assistance package. So what is the key learning here? Virgin Australia is desperately searching for what is called a white knight. And what's a white knight? Well, put simply, a white knight is a company that would buy Virgin on friendly terms Mm -hmm. and save the company. Now, while Virgin would technically lose much of its independence if this was to happen, Mm. the white knight investor is a better outcome for Virgin than if someone else bought all of the company's shares on the share market. Or even worse, nobody bought them out and they went bankrupt. Exactly. In the GFC, there are a few high-profile examples Mm. of white knights taking control of big companies. One example off the top of my head in the car industry was when Fiat took over Chrysler in 2009. Mm. And a little bit like Kogan.com saving Dick Smith from certain death a few years ago. For our second story, health insurance company NIB is keen to offer members cash handouts Mm. to compensate for lost benefits. Exactly. So a bit of backstory. Mm -hmm. Last month, the government introduced a ban on non-urgent elective surgery. Things like shoulder and knee reconstruction. Tonsil removal. Hip and knee replacements. And of course, breast reconstructions. Mm -hmm. And with a 60% drop off in surgery, there's been a huge drop in insurance claims. As we know, Flux found for insurers, lower insurance claims mean higher insurance profits. And this isn't a normal year. Very weird year. People aren't choosing not to have surgery. They're not allowed. Exactly. So NIB is the first health insurer to come out and say cash rebates would be the best way to give back this benefit. And best of all, it's expected other health insurers are keen to follow suit. The private health insurers met last week Mm -hmm. to discuss ways to return this excess profit to members. So what's the key learning here? We're seeing a new phenomenon in the health insurance space. What we're calling collusion for good. Normally associations with the word collusion are negative. We're talking price fixing. We're talking price gouging. But with the approval of the ACCC, that's the Australian Consumer Competition Commission. Health insurers are colluding to return profits to members. So to avoid being seen to profit out of the crisis, health insurers want to cooperate together so they can return money to members without putting themselves at a competitive disadvantage. For our third and final story, a young Australian payments company named Mm -hmm. Airwallex has closed a ginormous Ginormous. investment round of $250 million. Impressive stuff. So who is Airwallex? Well, Airwallex was started in 2015 by three university friends. And it initially focused on providing businesses with a cheaper way to make overseas payments. Kind of like TransferWise for businesses. Mm-hmm. And since then, Airwallex has expanded into things like bank accounts and cards. So let's talk about this gigantic raise, because right now, it seems like no investors want to pull out their wallet. Well, less than half of the $250 million was locked away in January. Mm-hmm. So the rest had to be done in pretty trying circumstances mm-hmm. during COVID-19. And for context, FluxFam, this capital raise is one of the biggest by an Australian startup on record. And it values Airwallex at 
at a cool $1.8 billion US. Wow. So what's the key learning here? Even in the depths of what is likely to be a recession, Mm -hmm. quality companies like AOLX are still able to raise huge amounts of money on pretty decent terms. In the GFC back in 2009, we saw big companies like Slack and Stripe raise Mm -hmm. similar amounts and now we're seeing AOLX do it too. But on the other end of the spectrum, we've also seen some pretty desperate companies have to do some pretty desperate (laughs) things to raise money. And those companies have had to give away the farm Mm -hmm. to get it done. That'd be Flight Center, Southern Mm -hmm. Cross Osteria. Which have both had to go cup in hand to investors in recent weeks. Flux family, if you're loving the pod, one thing we would love this weekend, when you're speaking to your friends on Zoom or house party, tell them about what the flux. We would love more Flux family members. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on Monday.